Welcome to Rich in Life, a podcast for anyone looking to be entertained while picking up a few tips on life, luxury, and resilience. And now your host, Rich Irani. Three, two, one. Can we get started? Hey, Jill, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I could be better. Well, I'm good. And um, I binged on your podcast last night. Did you? I know you so well. Oh, I'm scared. And I'm glad you didn't cancel. The fact that you binged and you still didn't cancel says a lot about you. No, I think it's fabulous. You know, it's funny. I'm going to say... And I said it to you on the email to you. I finally found someone who can tell me what my lawyers and all the doctors I paid, even my accountant couldn't tell me, what colors are going to make me look better in my life. I wasted all this money and I tried to get it out of them, but could never get it out of them. And then you were introduced to me and I was so happy to um, to talk to you. So I want to introduce you. I have Jill Kirsch, who is a color specialist or color expert. And you're also the author of an ebook. Are you wearing the perfect shades for someone else? You also named the best color consultant of Los Angeles, and you were also featured in the hit documentary, Gray is the New Blonde. And I guess my question is, is it really? I will talk about that later. Okay. But you know, I like to get very personal because I'm nosy. Where are you from originally? New York City. You are? I Oh, totally. Upper West Side. Yeah. Wow. When did you move to LA? Oh, my God. Uh, 1978. And you've been there ever since? I'm not there. I'm not even there now. Oh, oh so you're in Florida now. Yes. Yes. We're in Tampa Bay right now. But I was in wow. many, many years. Okay. You married? You have kids? Married, child, grandchild. Wow. So, yeah. So why do you look at Do you think it has to do with the color? So, wait. Can you explain to people what a color expert is? Okay, so basically, um, wow, I have put together a system, okay? I mean, I've been on camera as an actress for many, many years in L.A. and New York, and... Um, you were on soap operas, if I'm correct. Back in the day, yes. A little bit. Can you... What, there. It doesn't matter. Yeah, which ones? Any ones that we'd know? Oh, uh, God. Uh, Days of Our Lives, uh, Santa Barbara. Oh, Wow. Very, very first thing was Another World out in Brooklyn in New York. Wow. Anyway, um, but then I, you know, would watch it. I first, oh my God, there's so much, Rich. I grew up in New York City in the garment center, right? Both my parents were in the business. My mom was a buyer for designer sportswear for all over the country. And my dad worked with a um, leather manufacturer for belts and bags and shoes and all that. So I would go to the showrooms and get the big pencils with the logos on them. And, um, and then when I was acting, instead of working um, at restaurants and serving, I worked in fashion. I worked wholesale in showrooms, I worked retail. Um, and so it's wild because for this ebook that I did, um, someone asked me, so how'd you get into this? And that's my book. That's like totally like, because I could not sit down and write a book by myself. You know what I mean? Like, with, anyways. Listen, I hear you. I've been, I've been asked to write a book about the escapades in my shop for decades and I still haven't gotten around to it, but I'm sorry, continue. No, I love it. And I, I read about the shop and I read about you and you're like, I should be interviewing you. I mean, there's so- No, Jill, you're going to have to share with me celebrity bullshit and I'll share it back with you. Oh, we have to share celebrity shit because I have a lot of it. But well, 
I'm sure you have a lot of it. I have to actually keep my mouth shut about names. Um, so, but I- Well, you're gonna have to give me a couple of names, but later, continue. I wanna know how you started. You're doing this for 15 years. So like, why should people listen to you? Now, I love specialists, by the way. I have to tell you, I look for specialists in everything. When I was renovating my house I, and we were painting and doing wallpaper, I went to a color specialist and they really did help. They really helped because the colors that I thought would be good would have been way too sharp or too dark. And I even looked for a hairstylist that specialized in kids' wavy hair. How specific is that? They literally laughed at me at the place I went to. They said, there's no such thing. So I did that for my daughter. So yeah, I love people and, and having somebody tell you exactly, you know, somebody with knowledge. So I was very pleased that you are good at what you do because I know you've worked with so many celebrities and you kind of know what you're talking about. So back up a little. So how'd you get started? Okay, so then there was a, a color thing from way back in the day. I say my system is not your mother's colors, right? But there was a system, um, and there still is, I'm sure, which has validity, but it's not what I'm doing. We were a summer and a winter and a spring. Are you familiar with any of that? Do you know? Yes, yes. Okay, so this is so not that, okay? So basically okay. what I was saying is from... <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. It's true, it's true, it's so different, Is from being on camera, I saw what works and what doesn't work. And bottom line is when a camera comes in close or when you're speaking or when you're doing whatever, your hair color is what frames your face. It frames the eyes and the smile and you have to incorporate it into your color choices for fashion and for women for fashion and makeup, right? So I have these women, so this film, this Gray is the New Blonde, which is this award-winning documentary and I was interviewed for it and there were a zillion people all over the world. It's like an evolution revolution saying the hell with it, I'm not coloring my hair anymore for whatever reason, except they don't know what to wear because all the colors that worked so well when they had reddish brown hair are horrible with gray. And so I was interviewed and I gave tips and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm hearing from people like they who saw the film and whatever. And because uh, it's a huge transition from like reddish brown or black to gray. It's a whole different communication. So what happens when people actually buy clothes for decades? You know, they, they accumulate Chanel, Saint Laurent, Celine. What happens when they accumulate all these gorgeous clothing as, you know, brown or blonde, and then they really go gray? Is there, I'm sure some colors would still work, but. Well, basically not. Oh. <laughs> basically they toss, no, they don't toss it. They, they swap. I did a party years ago in LA and the person who hosted it had everyone bring clothing from their closet that either was gently worn or still had the tags on, which everyone does, and swapped. And it was kind of like, my bad is your good. And it was amazing. Yeah, that's great. If people actually really do that, that's great. I'm, I can see in LA, they do that. That's a very LA thing. <laughs> is that an LA thing only? It's an LA thing. I don't think it's a New York thing. In New York, everybody would come over and forget. They'd probably just bring the alcohol and drugs. I don't know. I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's almost as if you created the, a Pantone for people. It's totally so well put. I have created an individual Pantone that's, I don't know if I, can I show and tell? Show it. Yeah, show. We'll put it on the Instagram. Show me. This, let me just show you. This is the anchor. I have four of these. They're four color groups. These are called swatch books, right? right. They're filled with pieces of fabric of every shade 
that I've curated for you if you're reddish brown hair, if you're dark brown hair, if you're gray hair, if you're blonde hair. So there are four different groups. And what I've done is find the best shades of the best for you. And then not only are all these your best shades, but every color in your swatch book coordinate with each other. So you get a wardrobe that totally rocks and you look great all the time and no one knows why, but it's very pulled together. And here's the deal, like with this whole Zoom thing and everything, um, when you're wearing shades of color that work for you, the eye of the viewer is drawn from what you're wearing to the lips, cheeks, eyes, to the hair. So all the arrows are pointing up and then the message you're communicating in words is just going to ride that wave instead of like, Oh my God, the lips get there before she does and the eyeglasses break up the whole face and yada, 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 and then get your message. When you have it all in sync, it's very aesthetic and your message is enhanced. You know, it's funny, I get you. I don't know if the listeners, maybe all of them will get you, but I totally get you because we've had sunglasses from when Tom Ford came out with his first collection of uh, sunglasses at Chucky's. We were selling maybe 30, 40 sunglasses a day back in back in the day in Chucky's. And I would always go by the person's hair color. I always, you know, if like somebody had jet black hair, I'd usually like, you know, black glasses. If somebody had blonde or brown, they'd always put tortoiseshell. I always kind of like the tonal thing. Kind of like me and you today, we're both wearing kind of beige. Yeah. Well, I'm wearing white, white, oh. which is my white. And you, uh, to me, it looks more like a little bit more of an ivory type. It is. So is this color good for me? Good for you. Yes. And uh, you're a tough one. I have to say, I mean, I, I scoped out, I looked, I wanted to send you a swatch book. We went through the whole thing, but your hair color is so different in so many incarnations. <laughs> I know it, it's true. We, we, some of the pictures I see, and it looks like there is a skunk stripe in the front of my hair and other, other photos. It, it depends, I guess, on the lighting, which is very weird. Yeah, lighting is super important, but I have to say that white on you is amazing. Cause you told me already, you told me I wear black and white and gray and that's it. And very nice what you have to say. But yeah, so Jill, tell me, what does that say? First, I want to say, does eye color have anything to do? I'm sure it does. I notice people with blue eyes always wear blue. Yeah, but see, okay, so there you go. So um, eye color does not have anything to do with my system. I have people who have blue eyes, who have red hair, blue eyes, who have black hair, blue eyes, who have gray hair. It's the right shade of blue. And I'll tell you, it's not a celeb story, but I'll tell you like ish celeb story. Um, so I spoke somewhere and these people booked appointments and there was a guy in LA and I went to his house and I did the whole thing with the fact. And he told me beforehand, he said, you know, it was down to me and one other guy for a soap in New York. And he knew the casting director. And at the end of the audition, the casting director said to him, you did a great job, but I have to tell you, you really washed out on camera. Okay, so I'm at his house. He takes the shirt that he wore that was like totally a fashion don't for him. And it was probably one of his worst colors, but he had blue eyes and the shirt was blue, except it was the wrong blue. You see what I mean? So everyone can wear basically every color. So even even if you're wearing the right color, the wrong shade could be wrong. Amen. Totally. Wow. So you should have just gave him the perfect advice for the color would have been forget about the color, just go home with him and sleep with him. He would have gotten the part immediately. <laughs> that probably would have been the best thing he could have done, especially back in the days in the soap opera days. Trust me, I've been in that scene. I know what it's like. I can't tell you how good this shirt looks on you. I, I have to say it again. I'm. Um... Thank you. But this is the thing. And this is what I want to know from you. What does it say about me that I really don't like color? Somebody years ago told me that yellows would look good on me. And it wasn't a specialist. I forgot what it was. I think it's maybe even because I said I was a Leo. 
they asked for my sign and they said, oh, you should wear yellows. And right after that, that person was dead to me. I mean, yellow is probably my worst color. I don't even think yellow looks good on a lemon. I mean, maybe on a lemon, that's it. Well, we didn't plan this, but I have to tell you, honestly, I just wrote a piece for a fashion thing on, on yellow um, because everyone's kind of wanting to do brights and this and that. Everyone can wear yellow. It just depends on the right yellow for them. So I totally break it down. If your hair is blonde, then this is your yellow and da, da, da. And people are having fun with this. You know what I mean? They're just having wins with it. And Yeah, don't have fun. That's my advice. Don't have fun. Yes, have fun. <laughs> no, do as I say. Don't have fun. Just do what I do what I tell you to do. That's what I tell my kids. Oh my God. Well, the thing is, when I do these sessions, because I was doing everything. I mean, like every single thing, going to clients' homes, being on TV, speaking, everything I did was in person. And in my wildest dreams, I never thought I could like, as they say, pivot to virtual sessions. And it's been unbelievable because the colors really read really, really well. And people get it. Even if I hold something up to me, bad, good, I can see out of the corner of my eye, they already have the aha moment, having nothing to do with them. You right. know what I mean? So right. it's huge. It's a huge difference. Well, okay. I want to get back to my original question, how I started. I still didn't get an answer. What does it say about me that I hate color? I'm just curious. What do you think it says about me? You know, I'm going to quote to you, and I think I've quoted it many times on the show. Yeah. Tom Tom Ford was interviewed in our um, uh, Architectural Digest, and he was interviewed about his apartment in Paris, and it was, you know, very beige, very gray, you know, same things, gray, beige, very neutral. And he said, I love color, but it demands too much from me. And when he said that, I read this maybe 15 years ago, or maybe even longer, I remember thinking I totally relate to that. I do like color, not for me, but if it's around my environment, it really demands a lot from my energy. That is so interesting. You don't get it? Does you get it? I like it, but I can't be around color. And it's funny because when I spoke to you on the phone, I told you I'm not wearing any color anyway. So whatever color you tell me is good, it's going to be white, beige, gray, black. The only color maybe is navy. I'll wear navy because it looks black. I mean, I can't tell you, like, especially getting ready to do this, I kept hearing that in my mind, <laughs> like, because people come to me because they want to know and they want to play with color and they want to do and they want to want, I, whatever you tell me, I'm not going to do it, but I really wouldn't have you on my music <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing, here's the thing, Jill, that I think that if people, if you, I see what I love about consulting a color specialist is when you do that, you can actually get a swatch of colors in all shades like you just showed me an array of shades. So you buy not one item, but you buy multiples in that item. And that's what I like. I never want to be the guy in the pink shirt or in the red shirt or in the bright blue shirt. Like, you know, you know, you know how people have that one odd shirt and all of a sudden, you know, oh, there's the guy with the red shirt again or the blue shirt. I never want to be that guy. I like to be very nondescript at all times. You, you get what I'm saying? That guy. Trust me, you will never be that guy. But that's why I love your system. Yeah, it's, I, I have to say, I mean, it's really awesome. It's really, really awesome what I put together. And now being able to do this virtually and all that, like I can share it with everyone, like all over this planet, which is really fun, which is really fun. Like say here, these colors. Yeah, okay. Are from one color palette. So all these, and I think these are Brad's colors, actually, from the photos that I've seen. Oh, wow, yeah. Blues probably, yeah. The taupey kind of brown with the gray. Um, but see, he can wear blue, but he can also wear like all of these, like these dusty kind of colors. But see, I wouldn't put you in these colors at all. But Brad doesn't look good in anything. I try to get something that looks good on him and he looks bad in everything. Oh, 
I beg to differ. <laughs> and my kids, my kid, <laughs> there's his ugly mug. And my kids, my daughter just wants to wear color. And now my son wants to wear basketball t-shirts and, and Nike stuff. That's going to put me in the hospital. I've said it before. I could handle a lot of things. But once she starts wanting to wear purple and pink and red, all these colors, it's my body can't handle it. I can't look at it. We're going to have to work on that. I'm going to have to yeah. send her a swatch book. She's going to have her own swatch book and everything that's in there. <laughs> she would love that. She's going to handle you. She would love that. <laughs> She's going to open you. I, it's my pleasure to do that. I will do that. Okay. This is what you said. You said everyone could wear red. You said everyone could wear green. And you just said a few moments ago that people can wear yellow. So explain to me how that's possible. Because each of those colors have different hues of them. Uh, how much yellow is in a red? How much blue is in a red? You know what I'm saying? Like I get asked like articles and things like, everyone wants to rock a red lip. How do you do that? And it's different for everyone. Like say an, uh, a redhead would wear more of an orangey red, like that kind of a lip. Well, didn't they used to say redhead shouldn't wear red? That used to be a motto, redhead shouldn't wear red. Yes, and you know what, years ago. It's not true. No, it's totally not true. Not I true. was on one of these shopping channels, you know, and you have the thing in the ear and the whole thing. I'm still remembering the woman's name for Agnes from Pittsburgh. And she calls in and you have to answer her. And um, she says, I said, hi, Agnes. And she said, I'm watching your thing of level and I'm a redhead. And I've always been told that I cannot wear red. You see, I totally remember that. But she said, when I see the models in the right red, it's totally opened up this whole new thing. And I'm like, yeah, baby, like, I want to open up new things. I want people to think outside their color box, you know? I love that. I think it's so important because I really do believe, I know people think it's nonsense, but I don't, I believe. I feel like people should stick to a certain color palette and kind of buy cashmere, buy cotton, buy winter, buy summer clothes, all within the same thing. So if you mix them, and also, like I said earlier, you're not the girl in the orange shirt or you know what I mean? Totally. But if you're wearing an orange, that's like someone else can wear orange really well. If you're wearing an orange, that's not the right one. You probably will be the girl in the orange shirt. Do you know what I mean? Okay. I do know what you mean. So now what do you do with women that dye their hair, you know, brown, and sometimes it comes reddish or orange? How does somebody buy clothes or a color swatch if their hair changes slightly? How does that work? Okay. I didn't plan these questions. I swear to God, this is so perfect. So I tell clients, we need not obsess. I say, if your hair is a, a warm brown, like a, a, you know, like a goldeny brown, red, a deep honey blonde, those are all one color palette, okay? So, but if someone in that hair palette goes to be a spiky platinum blonde, that's a big change, okay? I have a couple of actors in LA who have wigs. They work with wigs and one gal, was a redhead and I did her makeup and the colors and she was all excited. And she said, before I left her house, she said, can you just look at my wigs? I thought she had maybe one or two. She had wigs hanging on hooks, like spiky blonde and, and goth black. And so she bought four swatch books, right? And makeup to work with each of the palettes. So is that how it goes? They buy swatch books? Yes. Okay. I want to get to that. I want to get to that after. I first want to find out because I've seen some press on you. So you've worked with Jennifer Lopez because I've seen you with um, uh, on the red carpet, some of your clients. And I'm not I don't love color, but they were wearing beautiful colors like a soft lavender. So it's not really just picking out a color. It's picking out the most beautiful hue yes. of that color. Yes. So I've not worked with these celebs on the red carpet. Um, With their stylists? No, and people say, why don't these stylists do this? 
basically with this red carpet thing, I would get asked on TV, on these talk shows, like, what did you think in the red carpet and blah, blah, blah. So what we did was we pulled photos from the red carpet of people. I think they're gorgeous and fabulous, except they're not wearing good colors for them at all. And through the magic of Photoshop, we photoshopped into the right color. So you have the before and she's oh. fabulous, but, and people go, Oh my God, that's so much better. And why do you just, you know what I mean? So that's, that's what I do with all of that. I show you can, the thing with my assistant is you can take the best of the best, which is right. the red carpet and just kick it up a notch with the right colors. Okay. So what do you do if somebody's colorblind? I mean, not 100% colorblind because then they have bigger problems than to worry about what you works for them. But what if someone is slightly colorblind? What do you do for that? I They contact me. I've had that. Before. You have. That's and then, why the thing that's so cool is to have a swatch book um, without pitching a swatch book, but because they match up what they see. Do you see what I mean? So if they see this red and it's a little this way, but they match whatever they're seeing. Do you know what I mean? Of course I know what you mean. So now I want to get down to it. So now how does it work? Somebody contacts you. And says, you know, I want to know what colors work for me. I'm going to go spend, let's say, anywhere from a thousand to ten thousand dollars this season. COVID is over. I want to buy expensive clothes, but I really want to buy expensive clothes that look good on me. How does it work? They call you up, and you know, what do you tell them? They, it's a consultancy fee. Tell me, how does it work? So there are a lot of ways to do it. First of all, you, I gave away so much free content on the website. If you're this, if you're that, if you're this, if you're right. that, and you can do it. But to do a deep dive, which is what I would do in person, um, they book time. And what I ask them to do is send me some selfies, no makeup, hair down, nondescript color, um, good lighting. And then we're going to hop on a Zoom. And I mean, I've gone into, this woman got into, <clears throat> excuse me, called me from the Bahamas, and we went to the closet with her laptop. Bad, good, bad, good. They would have clothes next to them. They hold it up. First, I mean, I'm sitting next to, I wear white or black because I work with so much color. But I mean, I have tons of color here. And I would not put on a color. Forget about me, but I, I wouldn't recommend to even a, a customer of mine or my daughter. I wouldn't put on a color unless I spoke to a professional colorist. I would not invest money in any color. And I'm honestly saying this to people listening. If you're going to invest money for weddings, engagements, and I know a lot of people invest so much money for these um, affairs, they should contact a color specialist because the wrong hue of the color can change everything, right? Right. And speaking of the weddings, I mean, I've done this with brides. What white are they going to wear? What's the theme at the wedding? What are they going to do to make them really shine? So it's amazing. I mean, people have brought this into their home. When you talk about interior design, I've worked with interior designers. One said to me in L.A., she said, I can do this for people's homes, but I can't do it for me. And that's why I'm calling you. Wow. So now it's funny you talk about white. So here's my thing with white. When I design my shoes as well and when I've designed them over the over the years, I've gone through my periods of loving white, but never white, always vanilla. I don't like white. I don't even like white walls. It looks like a primer. I always like vanilla and different shades of vanilla depend. So you know what? I am kind of smart. It's not my business, but I kind of know what I'm doing a little. No, Jill? You know, well, this shirt, it just blows my mind. I mean, I was thinking we're going to totally wear white. And so I, the difference, if you look in the mirror after we're done with a white, like a dead white, like this kind of thing versus this, uh -huh. for me, you are so much more present. Everything is in harmony. I see the eye color, all of a sudden the hair, I see the gold in the hair. And I will tell you, since I totally analyzed looking at you and trying to figure this out, um, you have a chain. It's funny. It just broke. Yeah. I'm not wearing it. Usually I never take it. 
I never take that chain off. Brad has the same one. I never take it off. It just broke the other day. So I haven't put it, I haven't fixed it. But it's gold. Yes. Yes. It's gold. Okay. okay. That gets into another thing. I advise people about metals, about stones. Gold on you is incredible. Someone else, not good in gold at all. But the gold, even that thin, how tiny it was, as if you were looking at you, it would take me right up the beard, the eyes, the hair, because the gold is really good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Cause I, it's funny. Cause I like gold. It, that necklace that you saw was given to me by my niece in silver and sterling. And I loved it and I wore it, but then I really wanted, you know, a gold one. So I took it to a jeweler and she replicated it in gold for me. And then I made one for Brad. And you wanted a gold, gold for you is amazing. Yes. And I actually, you know, I wanted a gold mic. You see this mic we're looking at now. I asked him if he had it in gold. That's really funny, but you have on the, on the wrist, you have gold. Yes, I have it on my on my wrist too. Yeah. I, I, by the way, whatever is on me, other than my watch, stays on me. I don't take any jewelry off and on. I'm not a believer in that for men. I think men should just, you know, whatever jewelry they wear, just keep it on, sleep in it, work out in it, and that's it. Wow. I, I have a lot of rules. You know, Jill, it's exhausting. I have so many rules. Wow. What's wrong with me? Maybe you should, I, I already have many specialists, psychiatrists, and I really do. I really do. I'm not lying. I go to many different ones for many reasons over the decades. You know, I've gone to psychiatrists, psychologists, therapists, but I don't know if any of them really work. Anyway, so listen, I want to ask you another question. There was a major movie star that you worked with, a male, and you did such a great job with him on his movie. He opened up with wearing with the colors you said, he was so happy with it. He actually wanted you to do his entire staff. Is that true? I did read the book. Yes, it is absolutely true. I cannot. Come on. Or you, I can't. Okay, if you can't tell me, then it's got to be Tom Cruise. He's the only one that is so crazy that he would sue you. It's got to be Tom Cruise. I can't tell you. That's it. Was it's an absolute true story, and I literally, when I went to the film, I literally, it was my husband, almost fell on the floor. Because it was a close up and then it like panned out and I was like, oh my God. And it was but I read that he called you back to do his entire staff. Absolutely true. Absolutely. It is true. Yeah, I, I believe it. If you have money, this is what you should do. Forget about your kid's college. They want to know where their college money went. Say, you see all the colors you wore over the decades? That's where your money went. But I'll tell you something interesting about that. So I went and his stylist was there. So then I started thinking, okay, um, that could be good or not so good. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, I know and I know and I know and whatever. So I was like, deep breath. And anyway, <clears throat> she got on board like major. I mean, it was so amazing. It was so amazing. The bottom line is it works, okay? He had his own aha moment with it. People around were like, oh my God. And that's what happens. I say to people, you don't have to like me. You have to trust. Let me show you. Let me show you. And then right. they end up liking me very much because then the compliments come and la, 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 and it's all good. So now when they do come to you, do you give them a quote beforehand? Say, you know, these are the price ranges. If you want to come to me just for the swatch book consultation, is there different, is there different? Okay. So tell me, walk me through it in case people want to contact you. And I think people should definitely contact you. Yeah. So basically, if you're spending money on clothes, I'm saying it again. If you have the money to spend money on designer clothes, you should absolutely know the hues of the colors you're working with. And don't think just because you're buying white. And if you can't see me, I have my fingers, quote unquote, it's the white is not white. There are many different shades of white, vanilla. They have yellow. They're all, and I, I believe this. I believe this stuff. I mean, I've never consulted a color specialist, but I'm going to be calling you for my daughter. I don't really care about me. Ah, so first of all, I want to tell you, I look good in everything. 
I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, what did you just say? You said something so clever, and I was. Yes, I did say something clever. Oh, you did about as expensive. If they're going to buy expensive. Yes. Clothing. They have money to buy expensive clothing. Even if they don't have money to buy expensive clothing, I have been in the closets of many of the rich and famous in LA. I've been in the closet too, but let's, that's for another podcast. Continue. That, yes, that'll be another one. But um, but I have seen very expensive, lots and lots of very expensive. And I will tell you that if it's not the right color, it doesn't matter if the top is $500 versus a $5 top that you found at Target because it was like, oh my God, this will work with something. So- People can shop. I, I'm just going to say people can shop mass market very, very easily and look like they've dropped a lot of money when they're wearing the right colors. hundred percent. So, okay. So somebody goes into H and M, they pull out yes. the squash yes. cards you give yes. them and they yes. pick out little cheap cotton t-shirts, but I agree with you. It's true. I know it's it's like going to a psychologist and getting all your issues out. you got it for life. Get your colors for life unless you change your hair color. Drastically. If you just throw a few more highlights, no big deal. But if you do a drastic change, you do. You change. Okay, okay Jill, talk to me about gray hair. I want to know what the deal with people now rocking gray hair, going women. I mean, men, I think it's normal. Just if you're going gray, you just go gray. But women are just going to really go completely gray now. Yes, and I'll tell you something. Some of the things from YouTube that people have seen, stuff, and I hardly have any stuff, but the things I've seen on YouTube are guys from Japan, from Australia, from Canada about going gray. Guys, right? But um, What do you mean going gray? Guys don't have a choice. You mean not dyeing their hair is what you mean. Okay. What's the difference? <laughs> I don't know. I, a guy should I, – I don't care. Like guys is different. Guys look good in gray. So do women if they can rock it, but I don't know. I'm so, but you know. if they wear the right colors for makeup and for clothing, they can totally rock it. But otherwise, I get the emails that are like, I look so dread. In fact, the in-style thing, which was like for the grace of the heavens, um, was amazing. But anyway – Yeah, because you were in you were in, in style, correct? Yes. Yes, it was amazing. But in-style Australia – contacted me and they wanted to know if we'd ship, which I do internationally. I mean, not a lot, but I do. They ran it in InStyle Australia and I started getting emails from people in Australia and a lot of it had to do with the gray hair thing. They want to go gray. They've made, and this is before COVID, right? And they made the commitment, but everything they have from the lipstick to the blouse to the nothing works. And so I'm here to help. And there's a difference if someone goes gray which is like a very soft kind of a gray versus salt and pepper or silver, which has a lot more depth to it, right? Anyway, so I divide those up too. Wow, amazing. So why are you? Why wouldn't you go gray? Would you ever go gray? You know, no, not yet, okay. not now. It's not. Okay. Funny. I mean, I I'm in this magazine this month, which is so funny. It's all about gray. It's 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 a magazine. She's doing incredibly well called Tangled Silver. I'll give her a plug on it. She's lovely. I did a session with her, which we'll get back to how people can contact me. But I did a session with her to groove her in. She says, do you want to write something or should I? I said, no, you write it. Let me give you the experience. And then you write about the experience. Right. And it just she was blown away, blown away. So I can show people with the gray how to make it work. Because I'm sure there's got to be a lot of women that are sick of not only coloring their hair, Forget about the expense, but it never comes out perfect. I know because I'm surrounded by so many women and they're always complaining that they got a bad color job. It's a little bit too red. So can you imagine if some of these women actually listen to this and say, you know what? I'm going to go gray if I can find the perfect lipstick and the hues that will work for me, that will make me look modern and cool. 
Yes, and that's what I have because I did a whole line of makeup, like a really clean product, but the colors are based exactly off of the swatch book. <clears throat> so I have that on the website, the makeup and the thing and scarves that are done in your colors. Right. We should do something at some point in time at your store. I would love it. Oh my God, that would be- so I need to have fun in my life, Jill. I am so sick of just the basic bullshit that we need to have fun. We have to do something in the store, absolutely. So now Brad just handed me something. Okay, Brad just handed me something which is a little scary. He handed, he handed me a paper, which he never does. He wants to know, I guess, bald or thinning hair. Can a color swatch help? Now, you know what I think? Is he going bald? Because if he is, we've got a problem. We got to break up. We got to break up quickly because I can't wait till he goes bald. Listen, I told him that, you know, when I saw the pictures, like your family is just gorgeous. It's like an ad. Just me, not the rest of them. I know what you really mean. We're talking code. I get it. You're, ter <laughs> you're terrible. So what's the question? What do you want to know? I forgot. He, oh, he wants to know bald or thinning hair. Can a color swatch help? Let's say a men come to- helps everything. It, I agree with you. I agree with you. I really agree with you. When I see men, me and Brad sometimes, you know, I'm going to tell you a funny story and I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. Um, when we had our kids, we brought them home. So we went from just me and Brad, you know, going to brunch together, going for dinners and stuff. Now suddenly we had the two kids and we did have the nurse. So we had the nurse and we had the two kids and we would parade around New York City because that's where we lived on the Upper East Side. And me and Brad had kids later. So we took the kids everywhere we went. We'd go for early dinners, they'd sleep in the thing. And I was very specific in that all the colors be neutral. You know, we just didn't want, you know, because everything for kids is pink or blue and red and crazy colors like the stroller was black. The, the the diaper bag was black. The kids were always in like white and gray, even though we had a boy and a girl like now my daughter would never go for that. She'll say it's a boy's color. So, you know, I can't pull that shit with her now. But at the time, everything was very neutral. I didn't want to be one of those families that walked down the street that looked like color threw up on them, you know? things so well um well that's fine i mean now there's a lot more of that by the way <clears throat> it's not so pink blue only do you know what i mean there's a lot of more sophisticated kind of but you work with tie-dye colors even i've seen you work on your instagram page with tie-dyes that are green my and scarves, my scarves that that's a whole other thing okay what do you mean your scarves you don't design them I have a very good friend who's a painter who does yeah. canvases for homes. And years ago, I said, I'm going to give you all my colors and you just go for it. And so she's been doing these silks in your colors. So it's a way to take a pop of color right up to your face to save something that you don't want to get rid of. You had to tie the thing together. Um, and they're not tie dyed, they're hand painted from white silk, right? So I wow. think we're in style too. It was such a it was such a moment. You would love this. Okay. So they do this piece on my whole color system and the swatch book, and it was awesome. So I was in New York and I wanted to thank them because it was quite something. And I was up in the offices of the beauty editor at the time in uh and of course, you know, I want to do something else, right? So she says, well, we've done it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, you have to see my scarves. So I take out these scarves that are totally color custom for each. They're all one of a kind custom for each hair color. So she says to me, I've never seen anything like this. And she said, are they on the website? I said, they've never been on the website. They're just for my in-person clients. So she says to me, you'll so love this. She says to me, well, if you put them on the website, let me know because I'd love to shoot them for the magazine. Beat, beat. 
you know what? We can put them on the website, but all I did for the website is do like three color stories for each hair color, but I have so many more. And I do this with clients and show them and they're like, oh my God, especially if the colors that they're getting from me are new colors, like that they've never worn. They can do it on a gradient. They can do accessories, things like that. You just gave me the best idea. I cannot believe I just, okay, guys, this is a, uh, what is it called on the news when they say, well, an exclusive, this is an exclusive that just came to me. Jill, you made me think of it. I've seen guys with Versace shirts and all these crazy shirts that I just can't deal with. But if you cut it up and make them into scarves, foulards, small little scarves and wear it just all black, that's a great idea. If you have like big Missoni stuff that's just too bright or too crazy or Versace or any too much color, you cut it up and you make it into a scarf. You can make it into multiple things, no? Yes, I love it. I love it. Okay, you heard that here at Rich in Life, everybody. And Jill approves. Absolutely. <laughs> so tell me, what's is there anything next for you? I mean, you've been doing this for so long. Is there anything next for you? Well, I mean. You came out with the ebook, which I loved. Yes, I did an ebook. Someone said to me I, uh, for years, like you said, you've been asked to write a book for years and years and years. I've been asked and I was like, I just couldn't do it. And I did it. And that's done. Um, okay. So wait, pause. So I want to talk about the book for one second, this ebook, which you can go on jillkirsch.com. Is that your website? Color.com. Jillkirschcolor.com. Yes. And Kirsch has no C in it. FYI. Okay. No C. Okay. So now like one of the chat, like all the chapters are great. How does your color system help people? The swatch book, does my background look good on me? That's for people that are doing Zoom, and I agree with that. You know, I tried to do my podcast in a studio, and we went to a few studios in New York City, and, you know, they'd have a bright pink background or a red background, and I have no patience for that. So I literally just, you know, I decided to do it at home. So, yes, does my background look good on me is one of the chapters. Knowledge is most definitely power. Sorry, continue. No, I'm just saying this whole background is great. I actually added a chapter in that book about backgrounds because this is stuff that I've been telling my actor clients for years and years and years in LA, going for headshots, what you should wear, what you should stand in front of. But now everyone and their mother literally is on camera. So you want to push your message out and have something complimentary. And if you know, notice, obviously, I have nothing. My thing is so nothing because I'm working with so much color. So like I go on camera sometimes on TV, I wear green, I wear pink. If I start wearing that with clients, it's too distracting. Do you know what I'm saying? I want it to be about the client and them. And I'm just kind of like, so now I'm not a color specialist, but I'm going to tell you everything you're saying is exactly what I tell Brad all the time. And I even tell customers, I don't want to wear color. I don't want to, I don't want it as my background. My personality I feel is, is too big for some people. So I don't need any colors around me. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I work with so much color that I, you know, if I held up something like say you were wonderful in earth tones, but I'm wearing a fuchsia shirt. It's like totally distracting. Do you know what I'm saying? In fact, I was interviewed on um, like a morning news thing, a live feed in LA and the hosts, um, it, it was an, a remote thing. So I have one host and they split the screen and they're in the studio and the guy says, well, she's a color specialist. Why is she wearing black, right? It was deliberate to wear black because I had a redhead and I had a this and to show and tell and anyway. 
So that annoys me. I'm going to be honest. That annoys me when somebody says she's a color specialist. Why is she wearing black? I remember one time I did a window in Chucky's on Madison Avenue and it was, they were talking about color. Everything was, you know, color, color for the season. But I did a window in just black and white because every store around me had every color, every department store. So I decided to be a little bit different. I wanted to do everything in like black, white. And when I say black and white, I mean black, off white, beige, milk. You know, and all these tan colors and burlap, I did the opposite. And I remember a customer saying, well, why is your window so boring? You know, it's all about color this season. And I'm thinking to myself, but you see it on every every storefront. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I mean, I had a client who worked with a major department store in fashion and she read about me in the L.A. Times, which was amazing as far as business in L.A., and she had me come over and she loved it. And she was a deep redhead, right? So she'd go, we go in her big closet where she could get anything wholesale, you know, wholesale. I mean, New York City um, and LA. Anyway, the whole closet was grays and taupes and black and white. Terrible for her. All of those colors were terrible. Wait, how could they all be terrible? Black, white is it was white, white. She should be wearing more of a champagne-y ecru. Okay, wait. So pause one second. I want, I want listeners to understand this. So you're saying that some people can actually look bad in black and white and neutrals. Absolutely. Because each palette has their own neutrals. But for her, pale... But black doesn't. Black doesn't have his own neutral. Wait. Does black... No. Black and white. White has... Yes. I agree with you. Gray for her is not a good color. The only gray that would have worked on her if it got into maybe like an olivey gray with her coloring. Right. Right. Toby Brown was horrible. See, Toby Brown, I think, would be great on Brad with his coloring. But with her, with a redhead, it's horrible. Right. Anyway, so she's looking at her closet and she walks in and she felt like so depressed, basically, because it was so flat after she saw how great she should be. Anyway, P.S. She changed. I don't. Even, I can't even tell you the difference. She would send me these things because she could get great prices at her store, you know. But it was still pricey, and she says, "What do you think? What do you think?" Before I really do, and I said, "Absolutely, leather, leather jackets." Da, 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 da. And she's totally transformed, and she's really happy. And that's, you know, one of the things I say in the book. He asked me questions. It makes me feel happy. It makes her really happy, and she looks amazing. And gets. It's such a small thing to make somebody happy. Isn't it such a small thing? And I want to have a retraction right now. You're right even about black because now as you were talking, I was listening, but I was also thinking that when I would go buying, I didn't like very pitch black suede, especially in boots. It felt very witchy. Mm -hmm. So I'd always ask them if they had kind of an off black, something that was a little brown black that looked black to the naked eye, but it wasn't so pitch black, witchy looking. So I kind of get you. I'm so glad you do. I'm so excited. I want to do something, in, you know, when I get to New York. I mean, and, and it works for you. I think it would be great because we can use all the stuff in the store. Yes, I would. Jill, I would love that. Yes. So wait, you're in Miami. You're in Florida. You said what part of Florida? Other side, uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. All right. You did say that. I didn't write it down. Okay. Um, that's great. Well, good for you. I looking to kind of, you know, go to Miami for a good year. I'd like to do that. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If we can get to do that, I, I wouldn't mind just spending some time there. So Brad handed me another paper. What's what's up with you and Jill today, Brad? So wait, colored eyewear? What does that mean? When people wear colored glasses, sunglasses? Oh. Brad. 
red. Red is like so on point here. Red's into this. Yeah. So talk to me, colored eyeglasses. Huge, huge. And I have my favorite eyeglass shop in New York. I'll give her a fabulous plug, 1010 Optics on 26th and Madison. It's great. Yep. She was actually Brad's client. Brad's an industrial designer. He's done a lot of work for her. Yep. Isn't she? She's fabulous. So she found me somewhere and I've done events for her in the store. So she says to me, Ruth, she says, um, we're going to do a party. We're going to have love parties, a color party. And women, I, I was floored, okay, brought with them eyeglasses, not one, not two, one woman, six pair of very pricey eyeglasses. And I had to tell her, well, you know, they wanted my opinion. I'm not going to do that. This is good. This not so much. Let's try this. She goes, I would never try this. I said, you know what? I'm here. Try it on. <gasps> Oh my God, I wouldn't have thought, it's like this color box thing. Glass, um, eyeglasses are part of the makeup end of story, especially if someone wears glasses all the time, they're right on your face. Really quick story in LA, a guy comes to LA, he's with a sports team and PR, he calls the LA Times, he wants to fashion and wardrobe and who can shop with him, which I don't really do very much. But anyway, she says, you gotta do this first, okay? The colors, he comes in, very pale skin, blue eyes, really tall, brown hair, whatever. And he has gold frame glasses, heavy prescription. And this is like 20 years ago. I still remember it. Totally cut his face in half. The fabulous blue eyes, forget about it. Forget about it. You don't even see them. <laughs> yes, Brad, glasses are really important. Wow. Okay. Good question, Brad. That is actually a very good question. Yeah. I do find it silly when I see grownups kind of wearing, you know, pink frame plastic glasses or resin. I always find it to be silly, but you know, I'm not judgmental. I'm very easy going. <laughs> not, at uh, not at all. But see, if, if the pink glasses are not their color, it looks really gaudy and wrong. And, but if it's all rocking together, it's all good. All right. I feel like, you know, if you're, if you're over the age of 16, really, you got to kind of, you know, step it up a notch. Anyway, Jill, this has been not only so much fun, but informative. As I said, I don't really care so much about me because I'm not running out to buy anything, but absolutely I'm contacting you. I'm contacting you for my daughter, not even so much for my son, but for her, because she'll listen to you and she'll love the swatch card. So they can get the swatch. It's not a card. It's, it's fabric. Okay. Fabric, right. Yes, it's cut. Swatch book. It's a swatch book. Yeah, show, hold it up again because I want to see it. This is just one color group. This is mine. Beautiful. And it's done beautifully. I don't know if I finished telling you, but I can do like, I can do sessions with people. That's what we started to talk about. Yeah. And I also want to know about pricing. Can you talk about pricing? I, can talk, I mean, it's basically one price. It's, it's, they can do anything they want without me on my website. They can buy, I give all this content, blah, blah, blah. If they want to do a deep dive and have like an amazing, fun, informative experience, it's about two hours. Okay. And they send me photos. I sing with no makeup and all that before. Then we hop on the zoom and I have all the colors, red, blue, purple, whatever, find all their best shades of color. Then we can go shopping on my site with the makeup and, and then they show me whatever they want. I'm there for them. And they always have access to me after that. And that's $500. 500. I mean, if you ask somebody like me, it's worth it. If you have the money, it's absolutely worth it because you get that sw that color card from you in fabrics, the swatch card, and you can literally go anywhere from, you know, like I said, Chanel to H&M with those color cards and know for the rest of your life, like these are colors that work for you. And you can mix the H&M little top with a Chanel. Of you know what I mean? Of I course. mean, someone I saw had a Chanel bag in yellow. 
but it was the right yellow and it was amazing. You know, well, I have to say, I don't mind accessories in yellow, but when I see people wearing yellow clothing, I mean, downright yellow, I mean, big bird from Sesame street killed it for everybody. Yellow. I have no patience. When I see a woman in a couture yellow dress, I literally just look away. I have no patience with that. I'm like, what did they think? Did they actually spend money on that? Yeah. Well, but if it's the right one, I mean, I've, I've shouted out people wearing yellow on the red carpet. Well, that's why people need you. And I'm sure that if it was somebody that you put in yellow, I probably wouldn't think that because I guess you're the specialist. Jill, this was great. I love it. We said about $500. So they're going to find you on Jill Kirsch. No, see, it's K-I-R-S-H color, jillkirschcolor.com. Yes. And guys, you should look at her ebook. It's actually really good on her website. Um, what was the name of the book again? Tell them. It is. Are you wearing? The color question. Are you wearing the perfect shades for somebody else? Right. You want to wear the perfect shades for yourself. Jill, thanks again. I cannot wait to meet you in person because this is going to be great. You'll really look at all of us and you'll probably look at Brad and say, no color is going to be good for you. No. You know that I have to say that about him because I'm the older one that's aging by the second. So I got to take the focus off of my ugly mug. I think it's so amazing what I mentioned about that chain, okay? Because I'm like, that little gold up around your face was amazing. Well, great. I got to fix it. Fix it and put it on. But that shirt is great. So you brought it today. I'm like, I was totally like, he's going to wear white. He's going to tell me I can't, he can't wear it. It's all good. I was like, oh my God. Jill, listen, like I said in the beginning of the show here, you are more important to me than my lawyer, my doctors, and my accountant. This to me is more important than anything. So thank you. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. This was just too much fun. <laughs> my pleasure. Hope to see you soon. Bye, Jill. Bye. You've been listening to Rich in Life with Rich Arani. If you liked what you've heard, click subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. Or visit us at richinlife.com. That's R-I-T-C-H in life.com.